up, East High. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And my name is Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 15 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 15 starts out with Sharpay driving through the shot from a, with a bird's eye view of the, of the parking lot. And ends with Sharpay opening a double locker door. I agree with you completely, except for the fact that that's not quite a, a bird's eye view. I didn't know what to call it. I'm not good with the camera <laughs> thing. That's a, your job. Bird's eye view implies that you're like literally above the shot, like, and you're like looking straight down. Oh, we're not straight down. We're down at an angle. But but you're right in the sense that like the camera's prop like up on a, a crane or something. Yeah. And so that when Sharpay drives up to it, like she goes under the camera. Mm-hmm. And then we get a close up on the initials on her pink Honda. I, I thought it was a Hyundai. I thought it was a Honda. Okay. We get a shot of the, the, the tire. tire later. Yeah. It looked like the Hyundai H. Honda, Hyundai. I guess they're made in different countries, but yeah, when it comes to like types of cars that are sold in America, they're they're kind of just two sides of the same coin. Although I think Honda has a little bit better of a reputation. Yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, my point being, Honda or Hyundai, it's not exactly a fancy car for Sharpay to be driving. No, no. <laughs> that was that was part of my point. Oh, no, I was completely. Nope, it's a Honda because it's the older Honda logo. And that's where I was getting confused. So, OK, yep, it is a Honda. I'll redact my previous statement. Tyler's. Correct See, here. I am smart. No comment about Condra's intelligence. <laughs> what do you think about the new Kia logo? I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> It's so hard to read. Like you could have just be happy with the name of your company in a circle. You had to like come up with some postmodern line art. Like yeah, it's like can anyone actually read this? It just looks like a, some squiggles. It took me weeks or months of seeing this like car logo to realize that it was just Kia. Like it was just a normal. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Sharpay. Speaking of letters on a car. Yeah, so Sharpay. She's got her initials on the hood of her car. And it matches her reserved parking space. Like, this is her logo. Sharpay has her own logo. Okay. Besides it being incredibly tacky to have your own initials on your car, it just seems like it's a safety unsafe. Hazard? Yeah, very, <laughs> like, very much so. Especially because it's like a convertible. You're already putting a target on your back by having like a ostentatious pink car. Now throw your initials on it and you're a minor. What are yeah. her parents thinking? Yeah, like like we just want you to be safe, honey. I mean, that's why they got her a Honda and not a Porsche or anything. But yeah. like, okay, so the car is a lot. I feel like we didn't quite talk. Like in the last movie, it was like, oh, this is the car she's driving to the resort. Yeah, and- it was her summer car, less so than yeah. like her everyday drive to school kind of car. And that, and now she's driving like her fancy car just to school. She does have, as you said, a reserved parking spot, which is also wild. Yeah, like 
I've seen that happen for like student body presidents or like things that require additional presence on campus. Yeah. I mean, usually, yeah, it's either like a class president or like some sort of status that's like official. Yeah. It's not just, oh, my parents are rich. Which rarely happens for students. It's more likely to be like a principal, but at, a, at the high school level, who knows? Maybe there's some sort of contest or yeah, fundraiser, fundraiser or like program where it's like, okay, whoever has like the best grades or whoever raises the most money can like get a parking spot. But it wouldn't be like a permanent thing. It would be like for a week or for a month or something. Yeah. And even like this, like I'm thinking to our high school, the seniors had their own like par- portion of the parking lot that was like the senior section and then there was the junior and sophomores and like you got closer to the school as you aged but it's not like some like there were ever like oh this is this person's spot yeah other than like the two spots that were reserved for like the class president or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> which other people sometimes just parked in because they yeah. didn't care yeah Where when you when i was a senior in high school i was i was at the point where i was like maybe like the first second or third car getting there like every day I got there earlier, but not that early. Okay. I mean, it varied over time, but. Yeah, there were, I mean, with field, like when I would have morning practices for field hockey and stuff, I would definitely be there earlier than most and I would get a good spot. But like good spot is relative because like both the sports I played were the farthest away from the school. So like either I would have to move my car or like still have to walk a lot a ways either to or from practice. And the other trick with our school was the closer your spot was to the school in the morning, the further out you were at dismissal time. Yeah. And if you didn't get out of the parking lot within like the first 10 minutes of school being over, then you were stuck behind all the buses. Mm-hmm. And so unless it seems possible that at East high, there's like a loop or a circle. So, so that like, you know, if you have a good parking spot, that means you could, you're close to the school and you're closer to the exit. Yeah, it could be too, like, just because, like, inner cities or in more urban schools, maybe there's a difference between, like, the bus route parking kind of situation and the car. Like, there's a, a bus-only portion that's, like, cuts to the, like, has a direct onto the road. As well yeah, as I don't park. know. I, I don't know. It seems like every school has their own way of doing things, and it would be impractical for us to spend any more time talking about this. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, we see in the background, we see a school bus, and it does say Albuquerque School District. G- good set design yeah. movie. <laughs> you painted words onto the side of a bus. Well, that was something they so did not have to do. Like, they could have just forgotten about it, but they actually did it. And... Not only does Sharpay pull into her parking spot, which again, wild, who cares? Yeah. You just you just park. But there's a car wash going on. Today. To t- today, just in the morning before school. Yeah. You know. It's raising money for a sophomore road trip. I have so many thoughts and questions and feelings about this. One is why is it before school in the school parking lot? 
what money are they raising because they're washing their fellow classmates' cars? They're not raising any money for this. Yeah. And also, it, what about it, these students having to then go to school? Yeah, it's it's very impractical. It's a terrible idea. The weird thing is, like, it's set up just so that, like, there can be cute boys waving at Sharpay when she pulled into the lot because, like, car wash equals um, sexual tension somehow in American filmmaking. But also, did they draw the short straw and are pretending to be excited to see Sharpay? Because the guys that are to Sharpay's right, so they're left like look over and they've got like big goofy grins on their face and is it like okay are they excited to see Sharpay or are they laughing at their friends for getting stuck having to clean Sharpay's car because you know Sharpay is going to be a nightmare if they like leave smudges or like don't rinse something down all the way and it's like I'm sure her parents require a certain turtle wax or whatever like it's possible that Sharpay's the only person that's actually going to give them money, so they're trying to be extra nice to her. But, like, let's be honest. Sharpay does not care about the school in any way, shape, or form. Her parents give money to the school, I think, just to, like, ease the <laughs> Give their children parking spots. Yeah. And, and where's Ryan? <laughs> yeah. I was going to go there, too. But, um, yeah, it's it just it seems ridiculous that they would genuinely be excited to see Sharpay unless they are attracted to her. In which case, like, one, why? She's so mean. <laughs> we we need to have a longer conversation about the, the oodles and oodles of people who are b- blown away by Sharpay's beauty. Yeah, we'll get there, I guess. Um, but it's just... This car wash makes no sense. I th- it feels like like in the last movie they had like the lifeguards and the lifeguards were supposed to be like Sharpay's eye candy. Like, is that yeah, what we're going I, for? Eye candy is, is, yeah, is a good way of putting it um, in a weird like subservient way that is definitely awkward and problematic. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they wanted to like recreate a sense of that power structure here. Like, oh, there's people around that just do Sharpay's bidding. But then they like had to rethink it and be like, wait, no, like, why are these boys just like out servicing? Oh, there's a car wash and they're doing a fundraiser, whatever. Like, it seems like the the fundraiser is a backstory for why they wanted like cute boys to be smiling at Sharpay in this scene. Which is a bad reason. Yeah. (laughs) And again, you could just have her pull up into her parking spot and then like zoom in on the reserved parking sign. Like, yeah, or. Like, everyone watching, like, just, like, have crowds looking at her anyways, as they do when she's walking down the school hall. The, like, power fantasy of wanting to be Sharpay, like, does not extend to, like, the idea of, like, oh, there's, like, you don't need constant boys smiling at you. No. Like, literally every second of the day. (laughs) Like, they could have done without that three-second shot. (laughs) That, again, we've spent way too long talking about the lore, Condra. the lore. This whole minute is ripe for movies by minute because there is so much weird stuff happening. And there's so many little things to talk about. So there's a there's a quick cut shot of Sharpay 
throwing her sunglasses on the dashboard of her car. Yeah, also does not make sense. It's a convertible. Like, those could get stolen. You're, you're in a school parking lot. They're likely to get stolen. Unless just having her initials is enough to ensure Yeah, maybe safety. there's like a force field that goes up around her parking spot. <laughs> you know, wouldn't surprise me. Also, the other thing is, like, she is driving con- a convertible. There's a huge risk of a car wash happening. Like, convertibles and yeah, car that's, washes don't <laughs> That's the other stupid thing. And they don't do anything to, like, parody Sharpay here either. No, this is quite, all very quite, genuine. Yeah. I'd, I'd say the double locker thing is, like, kind of a joke, but kind of still played for the power fantasy. Yeah. No, this whole sequence is very, like skirts the line between how real is this and like how much is it skirts skirt because all you like something something simple like this she puts up like the the windshield like light deflector thing Mm -hmm. on the windshield and then like it's a convertible so it doesn't like that doesn't do anything yeah i know but like having like a little like joke like that or be like see she does all this stuff to appear fancy, but it's actually impractical. Yeah. That would be a joke. Yeah. Other than her high heels and her pleather, hopefully pleather skirt. And she's got, they're not necessarily even high cowboy. heels. They're like, they're like frilly cowboy boots, but, but they're they, pink. They're heels. But they have a heel on them. They're wicked heel. They're like a thin, like three, four inch heel. All right. I guess I didn't see that. I I didn't get the like stiletto esque. Oh yeah, I'm actually on the the this shot where you see the Honda logo on the tire is um also is also the tire. boot shot is also a boot shot. So so as she starts walking into school again with the sunglasses, she needs to walk from outdoors into the building. If she wanted to avoid the lights raised, she would keep the sunglasses on. But maybe she's like me or you, who uh, the type of person who doesn't do well with retaining sunglasses. Yeah. I just bought two more pairs yesterday. We'll see how long these last. <laughs> so maybe if if they're not in the car, then they're gone. But like she has Jimmy Choo flip-flops. Those are going to be designer sunglasses. She would probably have a, like if they're legitimate, she probably has like a little case for them that would go in her purse or in her bag I have a section in her locker that her sunglasses go in. Yeah, because she has a section. I mean, this is next minute, but like she has a section in her locker for sandals. (laughs) Um, Okay. Other thing. Speaking of Jimmy Choo flip flops, it becomes clear in this minute that the music that's playing in the background is like an instrumental score version of the fabulous song from the previous movie. And it's so I'm so glad you figured it out because I was going to be like, did you figure out what song it was? I put a pin in that song. It does take a minute to come to fruition, but then it, eventually you get the dun 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 dun. Yeah. Um, and you go, oh, it's fabulous. Okay. Yeah. And I think it helps to have, I mean, this is very literally like a theater thing of like having a character motif, which mm-hmm. is like a song that's associated with that just that character. And Sharpay's probably the only person that you could pull that off with in this yeah. series. Yeah. Other than maybe like the basketball boys and get your head in the game, but that's more of a collective thing than like an individual thing. Yeah, I would say I was thinking maybe you could hit Chad with like an I don't dance background mm-hmm. instrumental. Yeah. But then we um, have like, to pay that's... attention to Chad. 
That's the other song that I could like visualize or hourly visualize as a, a background instrumental character thing. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all like. Duets I mean, I guess we've gotten song. like what I've been looking for as like an instrumental in the first movie and yeah. the the equivalent song of the previous movie had like an instrumental montage. Yeah, but like those are always duets. But they weren't character motifs either. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is so, Sharpay running the Imperial March basically as she's walking on stage. Ap- appropriate because we at some point had a, a video posted on social media where it was this scene, mm-hmm. but the Imperial March playing over the background. Yeah, yeah, and it did it did feel very appropriate. I, I, it's interesting because also. The Imperial March is original to The Empire Strikes Back, yep. not Star not. Wars The Motion Picture. Yep. So it is kind of interesting that like the second movie is where you get your iconic character song. Yeah. Um, not the first movie. John Williams so, is warming up. Who's getting ready? <laughs> and and John Williams wrote fabulous. He he yeah. wrote it under a pen name, but yeah. 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 Neville is secretly, if you rearrange the letters and use a mirror to divide them in half, you get John <laughs> Williams. And I mean, who's who's writing the music for the Barbie movie? Like, is do we no. have like a a notorious composer on that? So I'm looking it up on IMDb. All cast and crew, composer. I'm I'm getting Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt, who appear to be more pop song composers and obviously Mark Ronson being the uptown funk guy. Oh, that's cool. This is more of like a pop, literally a pop soundtrack, which makes me worried that like, there's not, I mean, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be juicy and fun, but he also I, I'm did worried. the newest stars born and that had some, but again, it's based around songs and like short little things. Have you heard the, um, the Ken song advertising. I, I saw part of an ad on it and then I skipped it because I didn't want to see the whole thing. Yeah. But what I think there's, there's this interesting thing of like, there's a, there's a movie that has a good score and then there's a movie that has a good soundtrack mm-hmm. of like songs. And if you could give like Barbie an iconic score, mm. that's different than having a pop song that's associated with your movie. Even if that song was like written for the movie. Yeah. Like a true score that makes you like feel something is different than like just a song. Anyway, I think there might have been a lost opportunity there for like an Indiana Jones esque thing that you're like, you hear a couple notes and you think Barbie. You haven't even seen Barbie yet, though. You can't start (laughs) speculating. You have no idea. I'm speculating, okay? Because because I want to throw out Daft Punk and Tron. The Tron Legacy score is impeccable. I've not even seen Tron Legacy, and I've listened to the soundtrack because the score is amazing. And I mean, I would argue that that's a completely different like zone. Like EDM score is a completely like different but like style. Daft Punk being another kind of poppy artist in some respect, and coming in to do this movie and making something that it does. I think there's a difference between pop record producer Mark Ronson and gifted DJ and sampler duo Daft Punk. Like, okay, both of them 
extremely successful in their own way, but I, I would argue that they're in different categories. Okay. What I wanted to say was, in terms of speculating about movies, Condra, I spent a lot of my formative years watching YouTube videos of just movie news shows where they would get a snippet of a piece of information about a movie and then talk about it. <laughs> Tyler, for 30 minutes. That's still all that I watch, basically, except theme park stuff. It'll be like, oh, we got a scrap of a concept design. Let's figure out the whole ride. I I mean, we do a movies by minute to do that, basically, but for something that already exists. Yeah, which is different. Speculating about movie news is a special part of the media landscape. Yeah. <laughs> but let's get back to High School Musical 3 because um, this scene continues into the school itself now as a host of young boys and girls well the girls have i was you didn't hold on a host of young boys fawn over sharpay while a host of girls scorn her yeah or or glance over their shoulders in annoyance with either mild jealousy or annoyance although i there, I, I can only really remember like there being one or two shots of young women, yeah, and then mostly shots of like boys. Yeah, no, and the young women are mostly during the crowd parting moment, which is one of the first bits when she like initially walks in, and then a bunch of people have to jump to the side, and it, most of those people look annoyed that it's like, oh, I was doing something. Is there a little now- bit of slow mo when she's coming up the stairs? That's the stairs which is after not this initial crowd part but yes there okay. is slow-mo okay okay yeah because first we get the the crowd parting and then the guy slides down the wall and then she spins unnecessarily, unnecessarily yes and then as she's then there's the slow-mo walking up the stairs and the guy whistles at her which when i was watching it again for this i like audibly was like this is the worst i was like i hate whistling it drives me bananas. Yeah. It's so it's so confusing too cuz it's not like a it's not like a cat call whistle in the sense that it's not the two tones, it's more of just no, like a like, wow whistle. Yeah. It, but even not like not look. trying to defend it at all. No, it's, it's just not like a good look regardless. <laughs> it's just like okay, like the whole thing of like it's just icky of like okay, these boys are going to have like a physical reaction to just seeing Sharpay. Yeah. Who has some lovely hair extensions that look great. Like falling to the ground or like, yeah, sliding down the wall heads is to the so side. Weird. That kid that like holds his head and slides down the wall and is like, Oh, I'm like, dude, you're in school right now. Get yourself together. Unless Sharpay like somehow like rewards this behavior, yeah, by spinning and like popping her. I like I don't know how she would reward this. Is like her physicality re- reward like, but it shouldn't be because she's just walking. I'm talking down the about hall. with like little like monetary like gifts, ah. like like I saw you. I saw you audibly gasped when I walked into the room. So Good here's job. five dollars. Good job. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's, it's just it's, weird to watch for like the the obvious reasons, and also like n- nobody does that. No, and I mean in a now kind s- of world too, like 
it is being pushed out. Like, that is not okay for anyone to do towards anyone. Like, even if you saw like Margot Robbie walking down the street, I'd like, be like, wow, I'm such a big fan, or oh my God, I can't even acknowledge that she's there. I'm freaking out way too much. My you wouldn't like collapse on the ground and be like, oh my God. Like, no, no. And you definitely wouldn't whistle. <laughs> yeah. And I guess what the thing they're trying to do is be like, Sharpay is so famous and so beautiful that she's basically a walking Margot Robbie-esque celebrity. Like, yeah. And that's just like, I no. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like in March of school, like, yeah, it's like, why is this day any different than any other day? Or does this happen every day? In which case, I hate that even more. Is she wearing, like, a brand new outfit every day that, like, blows them away? Is the hair extensions the new thing and, like, people are just so flabbergasted by that? It's confounding. It is. Time is fleeting? No, it's astounding. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, let's do the time warp again. Indeed. The, the last comment I'll make is there is a brief butt shot on like her skirt. Yeah. I wasn't sure like if that was like trying to like be a male gazy thing or just yeah. like they wanted to show off how fancy her leather skirt was like. Yeah. I was also trying to decide what that look, what that was meant for. It's, was it like, oh, she, cause they'd focus on her hair extension, her boots, like, oh, is that, like, uh, another, like, let's talk about product kind of thing? But, like, it's not, like, it's branded or anything. It's just, like, a pink. I And that's the other thing is I can't figure out if it's actual leather or fake leather because that'd be hot to wear any sort of leather in. <laughs> Although it is March, I guess. All right. Anyway, she finds Troy, taps him on the shoulder, and says, hi, Troy. And then it's, like, when's the big game? And Troy, Troy says, oh, um, yesterday, yeah. but by the time he can respond, she's received a text message and has started looking at that and completely ignoring whatever Troy says. And she's so like, she says, yep, good luck. Oh, well, good luck. And then walks away and Troy says, thanks. It's just pathetic at this point. Like, yeah, yeah it's she's like, not even trying. No, she's like going through the motions and then she blows a kiss. Troy catches it. And then when, sarcastically, yeah, sarcastically catches it. <laughs> but what I appreciate, he keeps it held until Zeke's like, that's sweet. Or she's so sweet. And then he slaps him with the kiss. Oh, I guess I didn't put put. I, I saw the catch and I saw the slap. I guess I didn't realize the joke of like him slapping <laughs> Zeke with the kiss being like the extension of it. I don't know. That's my interpretation of it. No, it's 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 the good brief acting on like. The Chad and Troy and Zeke side of like, okay, Chad knows how to act with disbelief and Troy knows how to like brush it off. And Zeke is being the fanboy, a fanboy. Yeah, it's all like a good scene like that. Three seconds of, of scene is tells us more about characters and what we need to know about the movie than the last 20 seconds of Sharpay walking around impressing people. Yeah, I also really appreciated the girl that was standing next to Chad. The absolute look of disgust and horror on her face when Sharpay is like, when's the big game? She's like, 
are you kidding me kind of face. Like, <laughs> it was just so good on that extra extra's part that I was like, yes, you got this. It's just sad that she's, like, still, like, going through the motions to, like, try to get Troy. But there's no but actual like, effort in it. So, like, she doesn't really care anymore other than for appearances at the school. And that's the thing I, I guess I was trying to say earlier with, like, the, you know, taking Sharpay down a peg. But it's not actually, like, s- satirical in any way. It's just no. saying, like, oh, she's still the same person, thinks she can get Troy but can't, which is the same character flaw she's had. Mm-hmm. But it's still elevating her, like, status. Yeah, to pursue Troy, yeah. All right, she walks over to her locker. She's got two of them. We'll talk about what's inside next time. Yeah, they're bright pink, though, and they also have her initials marked on top. So I also think it's funny yeah. that she's moving both... So. Something I could never do with my locker back in middle school and high school is I could not turn it with my left hand. It always had to be my dominant hand. And um, she's turning both of the knobs at the same time to the same numbers with both hands. And it's like, oh, she's ambidextrous to some extent. It might be an editing thing, but it does look like she only does like one turn of the locker before she unlocks it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Maybe she quick locks her lockers. Doesn't seem like a Sharpay thing. No, but also it does because she's lazy. Maybe she hires someone else to to turn her locker to the right number. (laughs) Okay, last thing. Yes. Two lockers. Again, it's like a weird like power fantasy for like little kids. Like when I'm bigger, I'm going to have a locker at school. And if I was really fancy, I'd have two. Yeah. But you like... The Nickelodeon show Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide did it better with the Moe's character who had like a wooden locker that she made in Woodshop that was like hers and it felt like personal. Yeah. And Although, again, we'll get to the interior of Sharpay in the next minute, but like Sharpay kind of does that too. But Moe's definitely like stood out in some respect because it was... It, it was a different material type. And it was and it was understated too. Like it... Like, mm-hmm. Other than, like, the one episode where she made it, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just a thing about the character that was happening in the background. And this is us really calling attention to the Sharpay Locker thing, which we've done in the last two movies, I think. Yeah. Or, yeah, because there was a brief scene in the high school in the previous movie, too. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Wow, we talked for so long about literally nothing. (laughs) Yep. But let's wrap this up. So if you have thoughts about anything we've talked about today, you can find us on social media to tell us. We're on the Twitter and on Instagram at Amateur Nerds. Or Tumblr at Wildcat Minute. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know your favorite character motif song. Ooh. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out just what's inside Sharpay's locker. You can bet on it.